We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. In 2003, Nike signed 13-year-old Freddie Adu to a seven-figure contract. But Freddie didn't live up to the hype. He has turned down every single documentary project looking closely at the details of his career. Until now. People are going to look at everything you did because of the hype surrounding your arrival and what they think you can be. I'm Grant Wall, and this is American Prodigy, Freddie Adu, from Blue Wire Podcasts. Uh, what's up, man? Welcome back uh, to Hard Reads. This is the first time we've done a show in a while, but, you know, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. So, uh, you know, again, I'm all, I'm TK, this is Aussie, uh, and we are going to talk about today, we're going to talk about Free Melee and Save Smash, two uh, popular hashtags that have come out uh, over the last week because of some of the things that we found out about uh, the dealings with Smash and Nintendo. Um. So we are going to uh, discuss that. But first, we get and all that. How are you doing, Austin? Uh, you know, doing good. Uh, we haven't done the show in a while because there hasn't really been too much to talk about. But a lot has happened this past week, huh? Yeah, so. a lot has definitely happened in the past mm-hmm. week. I'm, I'm like, I'm like, I'm kind of on the. I don't know. I feel like I'm on the spot where I'm in like the middle when it comes to, uh, when it comes to. Like what's going on with this uh, say smash and frame melee and stuff because I feel like I'm seeing a lot of the shades of Evo uh, when Smash Bomb got canceled and then everyone banded together to make sure that melee didn't get canceled and then melee went on to continue to have like people who were like shitting on the other games. Mm-hmm. So I'm a uh, I don't know I'm just uh, I have. Like, I have thoughts, but I'm going to wait until we get into uh, the topics to really uh, discuss them. Work. So, so yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, like for those that are unaware of the hashtags going around, um, the hashtag free melee started because of Nintendo canceling or sending a cease and desist to the TOs of the big house that was going to be online this weekend and uh, or last weekend or whatever, whatever weekend it was. And uh, they, you know, big house went out the announcement saying, hey, we're, we're not allowed to do this because they're using a program called Slippy which is that online program that allows them to run Melee online with rollback, and it basically feels like offline. It's the closest thing we're going to get to to a real competition within Melee during a pandemic. So it's Vens have been running it for a long time, since Slippy was, you know, conceived. So it was kind of a little bit of shocking that we saw the season desist come towards Big House, of all things. So, and then... That started like a whole chain reaction once that happened that like someone, it was some random Twitter account that just made a burner account to release all the info about how Nintendo has actively worked against the Smash community to cancel events or cancel circuits or make sure circuits don't get off the ground, essentially. And that's where the hashtag Save Smash came from. So so both those hashtags, if you're a part of the Smash community, you know, you should probably be rocking both those hashtags at some point in time. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking like, so... What, what like is kind of interesting to me about this is that like I don't think that um, free melee is like really capturing the I guess the non severity of what's going on. Like one tournament's been canceled so far, and right. like but like at the same weekend in the same weekend they ran Summit right, and which Summit ran Slippy, canceled. yeah, which ran Slippy. So. I think that mostly what happened was that because Big House has had a relationship with Nintendo in some way, that yeah. now, you know, Nintendo feels like they have, like, stake or claim in their the way they run their tournaments and whatever. And, like, yeah, that's definitely messed up. But, I mean, I've seen some pretty crazy overreactions to this so far. Like, I think that people fighting for the fact that Melee should not have been canceled is 100% valid. It should not have been canceled. I think that that's just Nintendo and their archaic... Uh, you know, laws of practices and things like that. Right. But those people going out and getting tattoos of free melee. I saw you that. a tattoo <laughs> of a hashtag on your arm. A hashtag, you, bro. A hashtag, bro. Like, I mean, <laughs> social media in in a couple years may not even like exist. Like, the hashtags may not even be a thing. And now you're here with this this ancient history on your arm, where it's just like it's a it's a it's a knee jerk uh, reaction. Like, it's a knee-jerk reaction, and I feel like it's a reaction if Melee... If if Nintendo said, we never want Melee played anywhere ever again, then I could see, all right, that, you know, that's the level of de- uh, of hurt that I need to see before someone goes out and get a, uh, gets a tattoo uh, for it. <laughs> like, Sakurai himself well, right is coming now, it's just door one to tournament. door. <laughs> it's just, it's, well, it's one tournament this year, and... Um, and like, yeah, it's so, it definitely sucks that it's Big House because Big House is a, such a staple tournament in, yeah. in in the Smash community. It's been popping off for literal years, um, and you know, it's been one of Melee's biggest, you know, biggest turnouts for like every year. It's like you know, you go to Genesis, you go to Big House, right? Um, and so, so watching being getting canceled over that is definitely sucks. like the whole thing getting canceled is it sucks. So like, it trickled down. It was like you know, it was free Melee, but then it was like you know what, we're canceling your whole tournament. Right. Mm. So um, in that aspect, yes, it is very, very uh, trash. But I I do think, again, that, you know, at the end of the day, it is one tournament. I don't see anything else getting canceled yet, but hopefully it doesn't trickle down into more things being canceled uh, in 
um, in the future. You know what I mean? Because, like, again, same weekend, like, or, you know, same weekend this thing got canceled, uh, a whole nother tournament ran on Slippy. So I'm kind of like where I I don't know what we're freeing right now because it seems like the only thing that's being held down is, is Big House. Like, I, I free Big House sounds more of an appropriate uh, hashtag than free, free Melee to me right now. I think the reason they chose free Melee is because Melee is, like, a wider known term than big house mm-hmm. you know like like people who don't watch competitive melee probably don't know what big house is but they know what melee is so i feel like that's why that was the one that was chosen on top of the whole like you said trickle down they're they're afraid this is like the first of many to come in the future uh i think this one was picked because they had a relationship with nintendo they were partnered i could see if genesis decides to do an online next year that they could probably cancel that one as well because nintendo has partnered with genesis as well so right. it, it's 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 such a weird gray area right because like Technically, by the law, Nintendo's in the right. You know, like they have the rights to send this off. Like, it's in this yeah. season, this is they would win that case because they are using their program technically in, a, in an illegal way because it's not. Well, I mean, That's there's the a problem. lot of technical. There's a lot of technical in here, though. Cause, yeah. Uh, the technical part from uh, from the community side is that technically it is actually totally legal to to back up games that you own. So if you mm-hmm. can prove that you have you know, uh, a copy of Melee and then um, you uh, ripped the ROM or the ISO, you know, from that copy of Melee and didn't download it, then, like, you're in the rights to play Slippy. The issue is, is that, like, it is very obvious that not everybody has done that. But, like, there's also a very, very, it's a very long process to prove that. So it's a stalemate. It's like, we can continue to say, you know, we all own Melee Disc, and then Nintendo's going to be like, we'll prove it, and then we can just be like, no. We don't have to do that. Yeah. So, like, the the stalemate right there is that, like, yeah, I mean, there's no there's no uh, give or take on that in that ground. I think that that uh, topic or that like that part of whatever Nintendo would want to do is never going to be able to hold too much weight because the, the only way they'd be able to prove that is to like literally go to everyone's house somehow, yeah. you know, and <laughs> like they're just door. not, you know, that's just not going to happen. It's um, it's a it's like a gray legality area because like ROMs yeah. ROMs and emulators are already really friggin' gray because I always was under the assumption that emulators are legal and I did some research uh, after this all happened and I looked into it and apparently emulators are still like being fought against technically because like mm-hmm. technically they're legal but technically they're legal as well I know for a fact that if you own a copy of Melee and you download an ISO of Melee online even though you own that copy of Melee that is illegal. You have to upload that disc to your computer, which I assume no one is doing because that's a lot of work. You know, you have to have like the yeah. CD drive, you have to put it in. It's a mini CD, so it's like even more difficult if your computer can even run it. Like the, the, there's all, I doubt anyone's doing that. So yeah. it, it's, it's, it's such a legal gray area and Nintendo would win the case. But that, that's, that's the long story is that Nintendo has a butt ton of money. They would win the case, and they're chasing after a, a company, Big House, which isn't known for being lucrative, you know. Right. So, but I think I think the real the real the biggest issue of it is just like why does continue to, uh, Nintendo continue to work against the Smash community? Uh, you know, even even it, it seemed like near, near the beginning of 2019 or just around 2019, they started to like kind of throw us bones. You know, they were starting sponsor tournaments, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, they were showing uh, right before Ultimate came out. They were showing up with demos for Ultimate and stuff, and like that was really cool. You know, what I mean, like it's like all right, we're we get to play a little Ultimate before uh, we actually. Now I think that was twenty eighteen or twenty eighteen, yeah. But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So like you know, they came to Big House, had the demo going on. It was cool. All that was great. 
But then, like, now it's like they just regressed back to, oh, it's like almost like they regressed all the way back to Evo 2013. It's like, yeah, man, we're we're here to stop y'all again. For But for what reason? Like, what? there's no... The issue is, like, they're not losing money for having the, the Smash community be active, but they're also not gaining... Uh, or they're also not losing money, really, for canceling tournaments. And I think that's, like, where they're at right now. They're like, look, we could do whatever we want because at the end of the day, even if you guys, the Smash community, doesn't buy uh, the next Smash, it's still one of the largest selling games on Nintendo ever. So, yeah, I mean, if we decided to try to boycott the next Smash, it's still going to, like... So. make record breaking numbers like you know what i mean like so just i feel like nintendo knows like it's a big business thing where they're flexing the fact that they know that they're a big business and they won't and they don't have to succumb or cater to the likes of their fans is that cool fuck no like i think that's really whack i think that like we you have a really dedicated fan base that rides hard for their game of tw- almost 20 years uh and then every other game between then uh, and y'all are still looking at us like, nah, we don't want to help y'all, but we'll help out these other games. You know, we'll help our arms. We'll help out uh, Splatoon, but not Smash. So I don't know. Like as a Smasher, over throughout the years, it sucks. But I also, on the flip side, this year specifically, I understand why Nintendo would take actions and step back uh, out of certain things. Mm-hmm. Um Seeing that, you know, if you guys, I mean, it hasn't been that long ago, but in in the summer, a lot of people got blasted. A lot of big names, a lot of, like, community faces got blasted. And uh, as a big business, I would understand if you wanted to distance yourself from said people slash community. So this year only, can I, can I, like, at least somewhat see where, like, why they would, like, kind of be... Um, a little more reserved, a little more stand back or stand offish, but that's literally one year out of like the seven years they've been kind of like fucking us. Basically, doing this since Brawl, bro. Yeah, with uh, yeah, MLG. Yeah. Well, not, I can't even say seven years. More like I mean, it's since two thousand eight. Yeah, two thousand eight, baby. Like that's it. The, I I don't like. I read the whole like Twit Longer thing that came out that Burner Camp put out, and that yeah, that stuff hurt to read, dude. Like, cause yeah, like for sure. I, I, I knew some of that. Like, you know, we, we hear about this stuff when you're just like involved in the scene that some of those things, but I didn't know all of that. Like all, like all that coming to light was like, whoa, some of it, but like, so I, I can collaborate that some of that was true, but like a majority of that I did not know about and reading that and seeing that come out and people quote retweeting it and saying that, yeah, this is, they, they did, they did the research. It's a, a little wild that, uh, how active they fought against it. And I think it comes from, a place of not understanding from like the high higher ups of Nintendo. It comes from a place of like, they want smash to just be this game. They want to just be a game that they sell very casually. They don't want it. They don't want to seem like they're too hardcore by supporting the competitive scene. Cause the second they start supporting the competitive scene, then that's going to be like, that's the correct way to play smash, right? One V one, no yeah. items on these very limited stages. That's the correct way to play smash. Not this other stuff that we added in the game. Like, there's so much to the game that we don't even explore because of the competitive side. And if yeah. they were to support it open, like super openly, I think that would distance themselves from the people who do buy it for casuals. So I, right. I, I get the decision, but they're still going about it so terribly. So, right. 
Tesseract says that that, that did happen, uh, with, but people from Evo got blasted as well, so you think every other company would want to distance themselves from the FGC. I don't think that's necessarily true. I think that Evo is its own company, and so if, since shit happened to Evo, you would distance yourself from Evo. There's still a million other FGC tournaments that you can join into. Combo Breaker, CEO, they could become the next Evo. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, you have all your Big E events. You have all your uh, uh, Blanca events, if he's still running events. I'm not sure if he is. Um you have esports arena events every now and then. You have televised events for the E League. Like they have other avenues. It just happened to mm-hmm. be that Evo is the one that Thank everyone <laughs> knows. But yeah, I mean, like if you watched uh, the action that happened right after you know the people from Evo started getting blasted, a lot of commentators uh, and gaming companies stepped back out of Evo. So like they did the right thing in comparison to what I think should have happened when it came to Evo. It's like wow, the guy who runs Evo is shitty. All right, then we're going to step back. I saw Sage Ham say, I'm not commentating Evo this year. I saw, I think, Arxis decided they were pulling themselves out of mm-hmm. Evo. A lot of stuff, a lot of people jumped out of Evo, for All, sure. Every commentator did. I remember every commentator made a statement about it. Yep, 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 yep. Because so. so I, had, I had some commentator friends who were getting a huge opportunity with Evo, uh, casting one of the uh, newer fighting games. And he's like, man, I got I to gotta step back. It would have been like a huge boon for him, and he wasn't able to do it because of the news coming up because people got to stick to their guns, you know? So everyone stepped yeah. away from that. Yeah. And that, that's good. I'm glad that people did step away. Uh, like, you know, you can't like allow, you know, shitty people to continue to prosper, especially in the way that Mr. Rizzer is prospering. I mean, that man was making literal bank <laughs> off of Evo and doing, and not putting like any of it back. I feel like, mm-hmm. I don't know, man, like Evo for as much money and as, as important and as prestigious as Evo is, I feel like it should be even bigger than it was. Like now when he brought, when he, when they started adding the stadium, that was sick for sure. But I feel like there was even more that they could have done uh, throughout the years that Evo was growing and growing and getting bigger and having record-breaking number of tournaments and stuff like that. Now that football is back in full swing, you might not be the game this year, but you can still be on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get on every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get on their season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on wins, division, and championship futures. Head to Bet Online today and take advantage of all your great sign up bonuses. Don't forget to use promo code BLUEWIRE at betonline.ag. That's BLUEWIRE, all one word bet online your online sportsbook experts and 2020 has reshaped how we work businesses across the globe are trying to be more efficient than ever so when every hire is critical indeed is here to help indeed is the number one job site in the world with more total visits than any other site helping you find quality candidates quickly indeed also gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring and you only pay for what you need you can pause your account anytime and there are no long-term contracts and now, Indeed's new way of matching you with candidates instantly delivers a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job criteria. You can contact them the moment you sponsor a job, making Indeed the only job site that can move as fast as you do. 73% of online job seekers in the U.S. visit Indeed each month, which is why more than 3 million businesses worldwide use Indeed for hiring. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job posts, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a $75 credit at Indeed.com slash blue wire this is their best offer available anywhere go right now to indeed.com slash blue wire offer valid through december 31st terms and conditions apply and now let's get back to the podcast so free melee um i i i'm definitely with the movement because i don't think that any tournament should be getting blasted but i think that right now the reaction is a little uh too high skewed for what we've seen so far i think that we um 
right now, the only thing that has been held down this year has been uh, Big House. So every other tournament that has ran this year has been fine. Nintendo hasn't said anything, at least in my knowledge so far. Now, if they continue to work against the Smash community, then Free Melee should definitely take off and go even harder. I mean, I've seen some cool stuff coming out already. I think that, uh, was that, Ludwig? Ludwig is going to do a charity tournament, Slippy. That's going to be lit. Literally just baiting Nintendo. Like, it's like, hey, I yep. dare you to cancel this freaking tournament with like ch- for charity. Like, I dare you. Yep. What yep. a god. So, but as we move forward, we're going to go talk about Save Smash now. That's encompassing the whole thing. Wait, hold on. Actually, let me go, let me go right back. Sure. Before we get into Save Smash, I did see a tweet from Leffen talking about, um, see, now, every, you know, everyone's always thought that, like, you know, Melee was in it for themselves, but we really, we've been fighting for the entire community the whole time. <laughs> that... That's not true. That is like I'm sure that I can go back at any point in time. Uh, I can go back through his tweets and find a time where Nintendo supported uh, Ultimate in some way, and then he had something to say about the fact that they didn't support Melee. So like, why even lie? Like, it's okay to admit that like we're here for uh, for Melee. Like, it's the same shit that happened with one unit. You know, we were young, one unit until it worked, and then we weren't one unit anymore. So like, just. Like you don't have to lie. Like we're we're we don't want any we don't want any game uh to go down. Like I don't want any Smash game to go down for any any reason. So it, you know, and I you know I'm I'm one of the people who can enjoy and will play every Smash game. But even if I wasn't one of those people who could enjoy and play every Smash game, I still wouldn't want to see any game go down. I think that's just a waste of time. It also hurts the community as a whole if we just eradicate a, a, a whole section of it. You know, you have your ultimate section. You have your you still have your PM section. You still have uh, you got your melee section. You got sixty four players. You got brawl players. You got Smash Four players who are mostly just ultimate players, but will still go back and play Smash Four. I don't want to see anybody like not be able to play their game. Like play what you want, but just you know don't fucking lie about it, man. Like you know, I, I definitely agree, dude. Like I, I saw oh, that too, bro. and I was like, I'm not gonna say anything, but I definitely thought it. <laughs> anyway, so moving forward, say Smash. There was a guy who came out an anonymous Twitter account that came out with. I think there's actually another. Uh, I, just, I just saw. Uh, Tantalus um, tweet Tam- something, but I think there might be another thing. But there's a guy really? who came out, he had a lot of inside information, or at least uh, he talked to a lot of people. Uh, it says free melee and safe smash from a former Nintendo rep. So let me mark. Uh, and so this is this is actually pretty long. He says, Let me start by saying I back you guys 100%. Next, uh, next, Nintendo treated me well during my employment with him. I worked specifically with for NOA. And I was one of the people you'd see with uh, a booth and free swag at Best Buy or GameStop. Uh, I'd, I'd update the demo units to see in stores and would help provide guidance on, on displays and, plano, and planos for retailers. I guess plans for retailers. I provide proof, but they take our ID badges when employment is done. And all I have left are some old pictures of me working that I don't feel safe sharing. That's fair. That being said, my job was very public facing. Even before the pandemic, I'd be traveling across the state to hold events for new upcoming releases. One of my favorites was when uh, we were pushing Bravely Default, and I was at the retail the whole day. I had no one until two random dudes showed up and let me take pictures. And I gave them all uh, one. I gave them one of all the swag I had at the time. I so all right. So before I continue to read this, the one thing I am like, I am a little skeptical about all these anon accounts coming out. Right? Like it's hard to like, because uh, people do weird shit like this. People would make will fabricate full stories. You know. For to continue to like blast Nintendo, mm-hmm. so I'm ta- I'm reading this, and I'm I'm going to I'm not going to disbelieve it, but I am taking it with a grain of salt just yet, because uh, I I mean like this is the second 
This is the second uh, Anon account that has come out right. about Nintendo. And, you know, you know anyway. that, that's what's going to happen, though, is the Anon accounts will happen because they're scared. Like, I get that. So it's like, I yeah. don't know if it's valid or not. But yeah, continue. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, that's, I mean, I, I wouldn't want to, like, blast Nintendo, too, because I'm sure that's in their contract to, like, once you leave, shut the hell up, you know. But, yeah. like, <laughs> but anyway. Uh, so as it says, uh, but that leads me into, okay, so that being said, my mom just said that, all right, but that leads me into what I want to talk about. Nintendo is uh, all about control. For those pictures, I had to make these guys look like they were having a blast playing a turn-based RPG. Corporate loves these fun photos because they can use them for promo. If they can't use it to market, they don't want to. The philosophy spreads throughout the entire business. I ran a few of the promos in store, determined for Smash Bros. Ultimate. We were given a few very specific rules about players, particularly melee players. We were told that if melee players showed up, we had to accommodate them and let them try the game, even if they were mostly hostile uh, to us about it. Ah, okay. I didn't have uh, anyone with, uh, be that way directly to me, luckily. Anyway, we were supposed to carefully control the narrative about the game during the demo event by trying to keep the hype going and making sure people were having fun, even if they weren't actually having fun. We let people record, but not stream, but we couldn't verify it anyway. And uh, if anyone was a decent size of floor, they'd get a bit more time because we can conveniently forget their timer or something to that effect. Make no mistake, Nintendo is devilishly cunning when it comes to how their products are seen. But let's say we had someone come up and uh, start just trashing the game and saying Melee is better. Those guys got their time cut short. We were not told to let them hang around. We were told to ask uh, store staff to remove them if it continued. I don't think anyone even had to because that would not uh, would have been a PR nightmare. But Nintendo was very aware of Melee players and their uh, less than stellar reputation. We were told not to mention the possibility of them running their own tournaments to the players, but fuck you, I did it anyway. Okay. I had several mom and pop stores reach out to me about prizes for tournaments, and no matter how many times I asked my boss, I'd get crickets. I eventually just gave up, uh, gave them some swag uh, I had, but they technically came from my own promo stuff. Like this link between World's Chess that held 3DS games and played the Zelda noise when you opened it, or an old promo display we were told to toss. Eventually, focus shifted away from the smaller areas as I was instead moving to bigger companies with events that had more, uh, a bit more staffing control. The rules stayed the same, uh, get people talking about the current games and current hardware. Uh, we were eventually explicitly guided to not work with any tournaments who were wanting to stream any old games or old games alongside Ultimate. If we were caught doing so, we risked termination. As my time with the company came to a close, I could care less less about the rules uh, and just began giving some employees some products to give anyone who was asking for prizes. The few tournaments Nintendo ran were always laughed at amongst employees because they ran such garbage, garbage rules. But Nintendo eventually saw that they can give minimal prizes and keep players invested while also having complete control of their own stream of video. And that's the whole thing. This is all about control and keeping your mind with the uh, latest and greatest. They want to run their own tournaments with their own tiny prizes that can use advertising game in future DLC. I know my story isn't a big scandalous bombshell. It is not. Uh, but I just want to show how much Nintendo had their ears to the ground, even if they don't actually show it. They are watching listening to you guys, and they have made it clear that they don't want you around because this may shock people. You're not helping their bottom line. Melee doesn't drive profitable sales at all. Either way, you guys are keep fighting. Okay, well, interesting. That was I don't. That one didn't really. I don't really feel like anything happened. That like that was just, that's just marketing. Like, yeah, of that, course that, they want to market the yeah. newest thing that they're putting out. I don't. What do you? And also, like that's marketing on two different sides. Like if anybody came into the store and immediately was like, they play Ultimate and was like, man, this game is fucking trash, right? And it wasn't even like. It wasn't even like a, a melee player. It could have just been, I don't know. It could have just been a, it could have been a PlayStation All-Stars player. You're still <laughs> going to want that person not in the store, like talking to other people yeah. whilst you're trying to demo your great game. So I don't really know what this guy's point was. 
There was nothing uh, shocking about that statement. Like it was just like not, uh, not even a little bit. Like I was like that. I, that's like what normal companies do. Like, and, yeah. and I feel like every video game company has probably done something along those lines. Maybe not to that degree, but have done something along those lines. So like, I, I'm not shocked by that. It looks like they're just trying to add, just just try to add to the narrative. In my opinion. Yeah. Well, so here, Tantalus uh, actually quote tweeted says, "So as uh, as an FYI, Nintendo typically hires firms." For these type of things, for instance, the E3 Nintendo booth workers are paid models. That's the true. people who did the Smash and uh, uh, NWC events, oh Nintendo World uh, Cup events, are best by uh, at Best Buy were uh, contractors. The story seems a little off compared to the rest. I think, yeah. See, you, you see what I'm saying? No, that's what I'm saying. Like they're trying to push this narrative. Like, yeah, it's I like get it. I, I feel like I have to take some of this stuff with a grain of salt. Like, yeah, because it's one, you're anon, and two. It, now other people are saying it doesn't even match up. So like I I don't know, man. Like that. That's, that's why I like the first one more because uh, if people re- cool retweeting it were saying like yeah this is true or like a lot like so I yeah. can goodbye. But this one literally there's already been someone who just like Tantalus, someone we know and trust, literally just said this doesn't seem right. Something's fishy about this. Plus it doesn't yeah. help the case at all, and they just said generic stuff. So yeah, basically what we're trying to say is try to look at these things with you know a brain. Try, try to like make your own judgments don't just take truths as convenient truths even though you really want to because you want to help you know push the fight the good fight like just you know yeah. anyone can make this i could have made that tweet no like dk could have made yeah. that tweet any of us could have so yeah but i think the thing about say smash the, the biggest thing is that like yes uh over the years the proven stuff that we've seen so far nintendo has definitely been 100 uh in the like stifling smash you know in comparison to any other um fighting game or a tournament series that has uh, backing, yeah, Nintendo is definitely not helping us. And like they finally started helping, like in a way, uh, last year or two years ago. But even then, that's not really helped. That was still them pushing their own narrative at our place. Like it was like Big House was already established, right? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like that was already a good tournament series to get to get uh, a, a demo of Ultimate. There is really cool, but what is that going to provide for the actual tournament outside of? potentially distracting people from playing their tournament matches, right? Attendance. Like, I mean... Some people I probably go just they, play Ultimate. Ah, but I think Big House already had a lot of attendance right there. So what True. do they... I mean, it's not like they caught an extra 2,000 people. Right. You know? Like, they probably caught an extra 100, 200, or something like that. But And that's still nice, but they were already going to be successful without it. So, like, Save Smash, to me, is a better hashtag than Free Melee because it has been a long-standing uh, thing um that nintendo has been actually working against all smashes mm-hmm. melee has just been getting the brunt of it because of the fact that it's, it's the oldest game that is getting uh that has got so much traction melee is a 19 year old game still gets record-breaking numbers for tournaments uh still uh has a very solid fan base uh still gets picked up for for tournaments where everything else is being played on um uh you know leds or lcds and and, and monitors and stuff and here we are with our uh, you know, our two TVs still. So, like, to be able to do that is amazing. That is a feat for sure. Um, but overall, all Smash is hurting, you know? Mm-hmm. Melee, Melee has been getting a lot of the brunt for sure, but all Smash is hurting if you read that uh, that twit longer where that guy went through the events and showed how Nintendo either, like, they ghosted, they actively shut it down, or they just didn't provide enough to uh, make it work. And, you know, we saw the thing with Ninja. We saw the thing with Red Bull. We saw that thing with Twitch where we heard about it for, like, two years straight. There was supposed to be a Twitch. Bro, uh, I heard about circuit. that in 2016. Like, yep. 
Yep, and it just God. never happened. And then the last thing that came out recently was that if it wasn't for COVID, they would have tried to shut down the Smash World Tour. I don't know how true that is, because I would have hoped that Gamer had, like, you know, Gamer has connects that, that he can talk to with Nintendo. Like, he had, mm-hmm. he had ran some of their events before. So I'm hoping that that was kind of more of, like, a hearsay, like a rumor. But weirdly enough, I can't deny that that is something that could have happened. You know, I can't be like, well, you know, I don't think Nintendo would do that. Because I do think they would do something like that. Like, Smash World Tour was slated to be large as hell. Like, it was going all over the place. And I could see if Nintendo was willing to shut down just Big House, why they wouldn't want to shut down a whole tournament series, you know? Especially because I thought, didn't they approach Jibaley and ask him to remove CEO Dreamland from the circuit? Not because of COVID, but because of Nintendo? That's, that's, I was under Probably. the impression of that, so. Yeah, I think that's what, that's what also what I heard in that Ludwig thing mm. as well. So, unfortunately, COVID did put a, a damper into a lot of, like, the Ford mo- movement for everybody, to be honest. Not even just the Smashers community or just streamers, fighting game communities, uh, other, like, anything that r- required a lot of, like, offline uh, gameplay kind of got so halted. So stuff like League can still run tournaments online, sure, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Uh, you know, your Overwatches, your Valorants, all that good stuff. Brawlhalla. For, well, yeah, Brawlhalla. <laughs> but even then, the Brawlhalla people still don't even like uh, playing online as much as... I mean, and I, we feel like our, their netcode is good because our netcode is terrible, but like right. even then, they still have issues with their own netcode. Um, I've been playing a lot of Brawlhalla recently, obviously. I, I don't really have an issue with it, but then again, I'm not a super high-level player, so maybe I just don't see it. You also but, Have you ever played it offline? Uh, yes, but okay. not like not extensively. It's just like me and Fats. Um, right. But yeah, no, I just um, I just this. I don't know. I don't know what the what, what to make of it. Like basically, I don't know what's the end goal here. Are we do you, are we trying to bully Nintendo into recognizing us? Do we even want their help anymore? Or should we just go about doing the things that we've been doing this entire time, which is doing what we do best? running grassroots events that look very similar to large esports events. You know, Genesis looks amazing every year. There's all, all kind of stuff we we got the before they even got those Splatoon tournaments, we were already in the uh we were already in the theater for for finals. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Got the theater for finals. Big house every year looks great. You know what I mean? Like we SmashCon every year looks great. Do we need Nintendo? Not really. Straight up, not really. I think that the only thing that we want to do is make sure that they don't keep trying to fuck us. But I, at this point in time, don't want... I don't think I really want Nintendo's help for our tournaments. I, I think I'd much rather just continue to run our grassroots events and hope that they just leave us alone. You know? I, th- I think that's the point of the movement, dude. I think it's literally just like, we just want Nintendo to leave us alone at this point. We just let us do our thing. Like, y- y- like imagine all the circuits we could have had if if what they yep. said is 100% true and like they did like stop answering you know simple calls just so that Red Bull or Twitch could do something. Like, that's all we want. We just want Nintendo to, like, leave us alone. You know, people always yep. talk about how Nintendo's, like, that that daddy that never loved you and how, like, you know, they left and we just want their love in return. But in actuality, like, they're doing more than that. Like, they come back just to mess with us. So yep. it, it, it's tough. I, don't, I, I agree with you. I don't think we need Nintendo at all. We, we just need them to leave us alone. I think Nintendo yep. would I think Smash would have grown exponentially without Nintendo, in my opinion. So it, it's yeah, well. I think I think that well. Yeah, I mean, honestly, when you, when you go back and look at everything, then yeah, for sure. Because if all these all these circuits could have happened, we would have had. I think we would have had Red like, Bull Brawl Circuit, bro. Like, 
I think we would have had Brawlhalla numbers straight up. Like, I mean, the game uh, Smash is just so like fun to watch. It doesn't matter which one it is; it's just so fun to watch. Agreed. Uh, except for, well, I say that except for like finals of a sixty-four match when both people don't want to approach. Other than that, though, <laughs> other than that, though, like Smash is definitely very fun to watch. Tell me, you don't want to see me um, do King's Kirby? Like, come on. Nah, I'm good on that. Stand, so, stand uh, I just, I, I feel like people know. I mean, people know this game, and people knew uh, Smash people without even playing the game like even before i started going to tournament events i knew who mewtwo king was mm-hmm. you know like from his melee days i like i knew that man so um i just just if you if you really feel like as john rom said they said as the, the guy said ssbm is bad for business that's what he thinks nintendo thinks mm-hmm. uh if that's how you feel then let ssbm go do their, their own thing right and then if they're really bad for business but they're doing their own thing then it doesn't matter to your business right like we're they've they have taken a game that is your business, by the way. And yeah, maybe you're not, it, maybe you can't really find melee anymore, whatever, but it is your business. Like, that is a Nintendo franchise game. So, even with uh, this old game still being played, I think that I don't really see how any game being played in your, um, in your business will be bad for business because mm-hmm. I know, I know for a fact that people have jumped games from, uh, from one another because of watching one game. Like, you know, you watch Melee, you're like sick. You know, I wonder what's the newest game out. Bam, Ultimate. So you buy Ultimate. You play Ultimate, you you, you know, you're playing Ultimate, whatever. You're having a good time. You're watching Genesis, whatever. Like, Melee's uh, Finals happens after you watch the Ultimate Finals, whatever. Melee's Finals is amazing. You're like, wow, this game is dope. I want to play Melee now. So I don't really understand why we're talking about how it's not good for business. It's all in the same umbrella. It's still a Smash game. You can definitely transfer from one Smash game to another, you can still get sales off of it. I just, it, it's not just Smash, uh, dude. Like, 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 yeah, it's Marth, Marth, Marth being in Melee made Fire Emblem what it is today on the West. A fact. Like, Facts. so it's, I didn't it, know anything about Fire Emblem until Melee. Same. So. I was like, who the hell is this blue haired dude? And like, I think, I think that's the biggest thing. Like, both Melee and Ultimate will do nothing but not only help Smash Ultimate sales, but help any of those Nintendo franchises. Hell, it helps yep. Final Fantasy VII Remake, which is not even for I think Nintendo. That's the whole thing like, about uh, the, the, you know, it's a, it's a literally a platform fighter with all of your flagship uh, characters and some third party characters. So, like, yes, I, I, I think that I end up going back to play Kid Icarus Uprising because of Pit and Brawl. Like, same, you know, I was like, wow, you know, this character seems kind of fun. I wonder what else he does. Bam, Kid Icarus, uh, Kid Icarus Uprising. Game is amazing, by the way. They really do need to make a remake and put that on the. Uh, on the Switch, I would I would Please. put hours into that game. That game but, had a competitive scene for a bit, you know? That? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I'm just saying, like, there it, it it trickles over, man. And I don't understand why you would think that your game, which is full of all a bunch of Nintendo flagship characters, would not lead to good business for your other games. Like I know, I've never been interested in Metroid, um, but you know, seeing Samus and Dark Samus and CSS and knowing that Prime Four is going to come out, I, I might be a little interested now. You know, so. I don't know, Nintendo. You gotta get your shit together. Basically, that's where I'm at. That's, Agreed. That's that's kind of where I'm so at. So like many this, companies, dude. Like yeah. like 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 Arxis and Capcom and like Bandai Namco. They see like these people, these passionate people, work around the pandemic and create these online alternatives to playing. You know, like that Marvel versus Capcom three uh, tournament that uh, that, that um, Twitch versus that just happened the other day. Like that, mm-hmm. they used a, a third party program to play that online. And Capcom supported yeah. it. They're just like, yeah, play our old game with our not our technology. We we support that for Guilty Gear. They hired the people to add that rollback netcode into Guilty Gear uh, R Plus. 
Yeah, it's, it's, and, it's and so cool like, to see dude, that. Like, the thing is, like this whole year has been trash, right? So why even why why would you make it worse? Step in and make like just put the cherry on top. Like the whole year has been trash. We haven't been able to go to tournaments. We have to run everything online. Slippy literally was probably made for the sole fact that we had all this time sitting at home, right? And it's like, damn, dude, how do we get back to being able to play melee in a a controlled environment that feels good? Bam, Slippy My, made done. Everyone's playing melee again. It, it feels great. But for some reason, for some reason, Nintendo doesn't want to acknowledge their fans going above and beyond to make their game as accessible and playable as possible. It would rather shut it down. They they see it as a negative. They don't they don't see they don't see that passion as something that's positive for them. And that that hurts, bro. That stings. Like 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 why do you got to keep adding on to all the pain yeah. people are suffering this year? Where I haven't seen like any of my Smash friends since freaking march you know like, like, like it's been a long time and like that was a way for people to connect and now you're taking that away from them a little bit so it's just like there's something backwards about their thinking and it really makes me sad you know yeah well either way man that's all we got for this free mail i say smash i'm definitely gonna ride with the hashtag still i'm tweeting myself i just mm-hmm. don't get crazy okay like don't start doing like wild stuff just Look, yeah. we do, all we want the, the to me the end goal is to allow us to play our game freely. We don't need their help. Just let us play the games freely. Let us you know? take care like, of it. Please stop shutting sh- shutting stuff down. We will find ways to monetize it. We will find uh, companies that do want to support it. Just please stop shutting us down and let us play our games. You know, I uh, this year has already been hard enough. We're not even sure if we're going to be able to get back to tournaments next year. Um, and it doesn't look like it right now with the holidays coming up and no vaccine in sight. So just. At the very least, I mean, this is some people's. This is some people's livelihood. This is some people's getaway. You know, like this is the only thing that gets them like up and out of bed at, at, uh, in the morning is to be able to play uh, Smash with their friends. So please, yeah. Nintendo, stop trying to shut that down. Please, we don't, we're not asking for your support. Like we would like it, but we don't need it. We just just stop hurting us. <laughs> yeah, man. So with that being said, man, this is the hard reads. It will be up on uh, Apple Podcast, Spotify. And their YouTube very soon. I'll tweet it out when it goes up, obviously, if you want to catch the full episode. Um, I'm TK Breezy. Also, you got any final words? Nah, man. Well, you guys, be safe. Wear a mask. Uh, keep enjoying whatever Smash game you like to play. And have a good night. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in a new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series now streaming on Showtime.